0: For tomorrow's news, today, you're listening to Speak Life with Marty Leighton. Hello and welcome to Speak Life. Thank you for being a part of the broadcast today. My name is Marty Leighton, I'm your host, and uh, I am a prophet. Yeah, where do we get that? Ephesians chapter 4, <clears throat> verses 11 and 12, talks about gifts that Jesus gave to the church. Uh, you know, the Holy Spirit gave gifts to the church. God gave a gift to the church. He so loved the world that He gave his only begotten Son. The Holy Spirit gave gifts to the church, and Jesus gave gifts to the church. And it says in Ephesians chapter four, Jesus uh, gave some to be uh, called to, are called to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. <clears throat> and for many years, the church has only been three three-fifth, three-fifths equipped. Uh, three out of five evangelist, pastor, and teacher, uh, but God has been restoring the office of apostle and the office of prophet. And so, uh, I remember when I was uh, just about thirteen years old, uh, I had I went to church and there was a, a a visiting minister there, and he called me out of a crowd of about four hundred people, <clears throat> and he called me forward and said. God's called you to be a prophet. I didn't even know what a prophet was, Uh, but I began to move in that direction, and God uh, began to teach me more about the office of a prophet, and uh, then I was ordained as a prophet at 17 years old, and uh, today at 58 years old, I can say I've learned a few things along the way, and I love to share the truths of God's Word, His presence, and His power with you. Amen. The Bible says that prophecy uh, is for edification, exhortation, and comfort. Let me say that again. Prophecy is for edification, exhortation, and comfort. Prophecy is not to tear you down or make you feel bad about yourself. Uh, The prophetic ministry is supposed to build you up. That's what edification means. Like an edifice, like they would build a building or, a, or build you up. That's edification. Uh, and sometimes I get a little upset at these voices that are attracting a lot of attention uh, and, and uh, attracting a lot of people to themselves and calling themselves prophets. Let me just tell you, they are not prophets. Uh, there's a lot of grandiose and spectacular pontification uh, that makes them look extremely exclusive in their representation. Let me just remind you that God wanted you to know Him so personally uh, that He became a man. He came Himself, became a man to relate to you. He's not exclusively more personal and exclusively more spectacular with one, uh, and so they get to experience something that you do not unless you go through them. You know, that's kind of a uh the Catholic priest mentality. If you want to get something more from God, then you've got to go to the priest first. And <clears throat> and that is a religious spirit that does that, you know. Uh, we are called to walk with Jesus Christ. We're called to draw near to him. And great leaders will always point you back to Jesus. Amen. Personal prophecy should be something that enhances your relationship with the Lord, letting you know just how much he loves you and cares for you personally. He knows every detail of your life. You know, personal prophecy was never supposed to be a substitute for your personal relationship with Jesus, Uh, but to build you up, to lift you up, and to shore you up, uh, to inspire you that God sees you right where you are, and he is with you. Never leaving you, never forsaking you, never abandoning you, right? Never giving up on you, no matter what. He's unconditionally in love with you. And, uh, and so personal prophecy is supposed to enhance uh, your relationship with the, with the Lord. Prophets are supposed to encourage you to draw near to God and, and, uh, and, and, and be more like Jesus. Amen? And sometimes religion can, is, can distort And warp things so badly that people will run from God instead of running to God. Amen. Uh, I spoke to a man that was on fire for Christ as a teenager. And uh, one day as a teenager, he fell asleep and he had a dream. And he dreamt uh, of a giant sand dune like the size of a mountain. And Jesus was at the top of this mountain, and every time he tried to climb the mountain, this sand dune, uh, to get to Jesus, he would slide back down in the sand. And uh, an elder in the church saw him sleeping and went over and humiliated him, shaking him awake and embarrassing him in front of his friends. And, and so he told the elder about his dream, and the elder said, that's just God telling you you'll never get to Jesus You're just going to be a backslider who sleeps in church the rest of your life. And when he told me this story, he told me it through tears. And uh, he was older, and he was afraid that he was being rejected by God. And that's what religion does. Religion, uh, it can be very cruel. And the Lord spoke to me immediately about, about this man. And I had this word for him, and I said, you know, the dream that you had, was Jesus telling you uh, in your own might, in your own power, you could never get to God. But Jesus, although he was at the top of the mountain, came down the mountain to you. Jesus did it already for you. He's not rejecting you. And he sent me to tell you he never left you. He never abandoned you. He never uh, left, he never forsook you, but he wants you to come back to him. And I remember this man came back to church after being out of church for 20 years. And what he shared with me is that that happened on Easter, that that elder humiliated him. And here it was 20 years later, and that Sunday just happened to be Easter. It was exactly 20 years later. And uh, when he came to church that Easter Sunday, I gave him another word about the job that he had. And, uh, and the Lord showed me that somebody was pilfering on the job. These two other men that he worked with were pilfering. And God was very specific with the details uh, and, and how dirty their hands were and where they had their hands uh, in the cookie jar and how much money they were taking. And it was a very specific uh, prophetic word that God gave me. And, uh, and so this businessman took that prophecy to the owner and the owner looked into it and found out that these two were actually stealing money from the company right there where the Lord showed me. And so after seeing this, the owner uh, the owner of the company called him into his office, fired those two guys, and made him the CEO of the company. And listen, this was a Fortune 500 company. See, I'm explaining to you the power of a prophet's ministry. Amen? God didn't want to make a person prophesying look spectacular and exclusive. No, that's religion. Uh, God was reaping a harvest and reaching the heart of a key man and impacting an entire company with the kingdom of God, a Fortune 500 company with the kingdom of God. And so the businessman... uh. Uh, came back to church, and he was telling me, listen, the owner's wife uh, sent these prayer people into every executive's office in the company, including his office. And he said, I don't know what's going on with these prayer people, but they were praying in some kind of ancient language all day long. And uh, listen, that's how the prophetic uh, ministry, that's how the prophet's mantle works. Uh, God does show his prophets many things in dreams and in visions, uh, but there's always a redemptive purpose to these things. And that man became a king in business. and uh, And he then had intercessors throughout the offices, praying in tongues. And when he was faced with difficulties, he would call me, ask me for God's word on the matter. And I'd share the mind of the Lord with him and what God's How God wanted to move in this situation. Listen, God has a love for his true prophets and uh, with a sacred jealousy. He says in scripture, Touch not my prophets and do my prophets, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. When you touch the prophets, it says you touch the apple of God's eye. And I believe in this great restoration of prophets, the prophets of God. Many are becoming. Uh, too familiar with the prophets, and it's causing, in some cases, a devaluing of the prophets. Uh, you know, remember they said about Jesus, isn't this Joseph the carpenter's son? Uh, in this Jesus Joseph the carpenter's son? Uh, even some with wrong motives have seen the respect for the office uh, of a prophet, and they decide to open their own prophet's ministry. They're not called... They just decide to call themselves. Uh, But they find out just like Simon the sorcerer found out. You cannot just open shop and and try to buy the power of God. No, you get rebuked. Uh, Paul said, My preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but through the power and the demonstration of God's power. Uh, uh, Listen, the prophetic word is a demonstration of God's power. We can't become so familiar with the prophetic as God's restoring it uh, that we just take it for granted and everything that is called self-prophetic is prophetic. No, we have to learn to discern, amen? So what exactly are you saying, Prophet Marty? I'm saying that there are many false prophets in the body of Christ and there are many false leaders out there who who are about to be run out of business, just like Simon the sorcerer. And when you despise prophecy, remember we've taught about that, despise not prophesying. Uh, I think it's 2 Thessalonians 5.18. Despise not prophesying. That word despise means to count it as common. So when you despise prophecy and prophets and count it as common, God will deal with it personally. Uh, Silencing the false is what god is about to do he's going to silence the false and amplify the true prophets and so i know there's uh, many out there right now in the body of christ that are upset uh with some of this this uh spectacular prophetic stuff uh, or stuff that they're calling prophetic uh that is i do not believe it's prophetic myself i believe it is uh someone's imagination vivid imagination And um, it's terrible that people uh, can be so opportunistic that they just use this for their own personal gain. But God is going to silence the false and amplify the true. God has a sacred jealousy for his prophets and for his people to expose that which would draw you away from him. And so that's what he's going to do. You might ask, why? Why? Uh, why do we have to deal with these things? First Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 19, it says, For there must also be heresies among you, that they which are approved may be made manifest among you. Let me read that again. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 19. If you want to write that down, look it up in your Bible. It says, There must also be heresies among you. It's heretical, some of the things that these people are doing. There must also be heresies among you so that they which are approved may be made manifest among you. It's no different than a counterfeit $50 bill. You know, once you have an expert uh, looking at those two bills, the real 50 and the fake 50, the expert can immediately identify which one's real and which one's fake. Uh, there must also be counterfeits among you so that those which are not counterfeit uh, can maintain their value, right? A counterfeit has no value. So listen, my heart is rooted in fervent faith and sincere love for Jesus and for his bride, the church, the ecclesia. And God wants to plow every heart and cast truth like a seed deep into the precious soil of your soul. God wants to give back all that was stolen, the innocence uh, of the truth of your relationship with Jesus. Bring us back to our first love. Amen. Releasing a grace to guard our eyes and guard our lives. And uh, this first harvest, I believe that we're going to see, will be a harvest of returning ones. Let me say that again. This first harvest that we're about to see, I believe, will be a harvest of returning ones, returning from the things that have drawn us away from Him. But there is a harvest coming into the church unlike we have, we have never seen before, uh, unlike we've ever known before. Uh, I, I believe this, and I've been praying, and uh, I heard the Lord say, a bountiful harvest is coming to the ecclesia, to the remnant, like we have never known. An awakening, a reformation, and there's a sound of deliverance. There's a sound of salvation that's going to begin echoing throughout the earth. The enemy has said, I'll release the sound of fear. I'll release the sounds of control and domination. But the Lord said, I will release a silencing of the foe, and a stealing of the avenger as I raise up a new generation of worshiping warriors. And they'll take the kingdom by force. They'll raise the dead. They'll prophesy true and accurate words from my mouth, says the Lord. And there'll be a resurrection power in their mouths. And this is an army of worshiping warriors that will bring back the King of Kings. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen to this prophet. We are entering into a season, I believe, of unprecedented favor. And I've been preaching about this and sharing what I sense God is saying <clears throat> to the church right now. We are entering into a season of unprecedented favor. God is about to comb through some things and, and comb out uh, the, the, uh, uh, the knots and comb out Uh, the snags. And uh, you're going to begin to see a a flow to life again. Uh, God showed me that we're entering into a season of unprecedented favor. Highly unusual things are about to happen. Incredible miracles are going to start occurring. You remember when Apostle Paul entered into Ephesus, Something was triggered in the spirit and highly unusual miracles began to occur. Suddenly, uh, he was sending cloths and handkerchiefs uh, from him to others who were needing healing and deliverance. And once these handkerchiefs or cloths uh, touched them, they were healed, they were delivered. Listen to me, start believing for this today. Favor is pouring out like a waterfall from heaven Upon you, those of you watching from all over the world, this can happen for you too. Listen to me, unprecedented favor, highly unusual miracles are being released to those who are asking for them now. Amen. Do you want to partner with God today? Do you want to know what is in his mind for you and for your family and for your sphere of influence, for your world? Miracles are coming to you god's in god's mind right now is i want to release miracles to you in god's mind right now he's saying i want to pour favor out upon you like a waterfall i believe the fire of the holy spirit is going to start burning in the hearts and the lives of many now and the light of christ the light of the world jesus christ he's that light is being revealed now A prophet Isaiah wrote in Isaiah 60, Arise and shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. So darkness will cover the earth, and gross darkness will cover the people, but the glory of the Lord (coughs) will rise upon you. See, that's what's in the heart and the mind of God today for you. Lift up your hands right now and receive it. Just say, yes, Lord, I receive it. I receive it now. Use me. I receive it now in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Amen. The encampments of the enemy, I believe, are in dismay and in despair because the ecclesia is stopping them from proceeding. Do you remember Jesus said the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church that i raise up i'm just saying there is something happening in the spirit now demonic spirits are stirred up because they're being stopped they're being pushed back jesus prayed let your kingdom come and your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven and let me just tell you the kingdom of god is coming and it's pushing demonic powers out of the air, out of the, these are spirits and powers, rulers of the darkness, uh, this present darkness, powers, principalities and powers of the air. What is air? Air is nothing. And so they're rulers over nothing. And so (coughs) these demonic spirits are being pushed out of the heaven, out of the heavens, being displaced. And so that's why there's so much demonic activity today. Uh, but the encampments of the enemy, uh, the, the uh, battalions of, de- of demonic spirits, they're in despair and dismay because the ecclesia, the moment we see the enemy, we're stopping them from proceeding. Amen? Hallelujah. <clears throat> the Bible says, had the rulers of this age known, they would have never crucified the Lord on high. Yet they're foolishly trying again. When they touch the church, when they touch the ecclesia, they touch the Lord. We are the body of Christ. When they touch the church, they touch the Lord, and the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Some of you tonight are receiving from God right now. And Let me tell you something else you're receiving. You're receiving such sudden favor. Many things that you prayed for you feel like you've reached your expiration date on that you feel like you've disqualified yourself from that i'm giving you the word of the lord right now you're receiving receiving sudden favor and these things that you have given up on these things that you prayed for they're suddenly being released to you because of his sudden favor because of his unusual unstoppable unstoppable un Precedented favor, sudden breakthroughs are about to happen for you. You know, the Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, that word in, in the Hebrew means uh, no free-flowing prophetic ministry, no true prophet's ministry. Where there is no true prophet's ministry, people perish, the Bible talks about empty clouds that have no rain. They look like rain clouds, but they have no rain in them. They're empty clouds. I believe this is a picture of the false prophetic releasing their mind instead of the mind of Christ, where there is no vision. The people perish. There's been no prophetic, no true prophetic being released in some lives. Now, I believe there's been true prophetic. I believe there's Been true prophets. There's true prophetic words out there, but some people have been gathering to those who are empty clouds with no rain. They've been gathering to false prophetic. And where there's been no true prophetic, the people have perished. But today, something is shifting and turning around. And let me just tell you, the opposite is true. Where there is vision, where there is the true prophetic, where there are true prophets prophesying, sudden favor, sudden miracles, and sudden breakthroughs are happening. And the Lord says, I'm going to do something unfamiliar in your households. Uh, And what was stolen in the past, I will return it with seven times more than what was taken, says the Lord. Now, you need to receive that and give the Lord some praise for that. Some of you, you've had visions stolen from you. You've had family stolen from you. You've had years stolen from you. God's going to give it back to you seven times more than what was taken. Amen? Hallelujah. I just believe the word of the Lord. I want to encourage you tonight to receive your portion, receive your miracle, receive your favor, an outpouring of his favor upon you and upon your house. Amen? Remember when Cornelius... <clears throat> he was just a generous man, and what did he do? He just kept on being generous. He kept on uh, uh, giving and, and blessing, <clears throat> and what happened to him? When God was ready to do something, he came to Cornelius. His his offering was a memorial that stood before him. All the generosity was a memorial that stood before the Lord, Let me just tell you, some of you have been so generous over the years. You've done more for the people of God, and nobody knows it but you and God. I'm telling you, God is about to do something in your house. He's about to do something for you, and you know who I'm talking to. I'm talking directly to you. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and I'm giving you a word to deliver you from the condemnation of the past, You've not missed one thing, says the Lord. And the Lord says, You're right on time. You're right on purpose. And I had to detour you for a season, but I'm putting you back in the saddle again, says the Lord. Listen, the Bible says, Let the poor declare, I am rich. Let the weak declare, I am strong. Let the bound declare, I am free. Now receive that from your Father tonight, amen? He's bowing the heavens right now, bowing them down now to meet with us and to bless us in the name of Jesus, amen, amen. You know, I've been teaching on the prophetic for the last few weeks, and I still have more to teach on the prophetic, and I'll be continuing <coughs> on what I've been sharing, <coughs> but I want to charge you tonight uh, with a word, everything is changing And it's changing for the good. Everything is changing, but God is behind the change. He's changing everything for the good. I'm telling you, things are shifting. Things are moving. uh, Something's happening. You can feel it. You just can't identify it yet. You can't fully figure out exactly what's happening. But everything is changing, and I'm here to tell you tonight, the word of the Lord, everything is changing for the good, I want to share with you tonight something that God specifically uh, spoke to me. He wants to specifically hand to you tonight a blessing. It's from His hand, and it's His best for you tonight. Everybody in this audience, just say the word change. Change. Listen, change is something that is required. When you were born of God, God placed a treasure in in your heart that you have to discover. Solomon wrote in Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 11, "...he's made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts." Let me tell you, this is your time, and it's a beautiful time. He's made everything beautiful in its time. It couldn't be beautiful before this time, but now is your time. And things are going to get beautiful for you. And then it says he put eternity in their hearts. That word eternity there means your destiny, your future. It's the treasure that he placed inside of you for such a time as this. And some of you may feel you've wasted time you missed your opportunity. Well, God can redeem your time, and he can give it back to you. And that's what prophet Joel said in Joel chapter 2. The word of the Lord was, I'll restore to you the years that the enemy wasted. And at some point in time in your life, God speaks to you, and he reveals to you the treasure, who you are and what you're supposed to do for him. You didn't miss a thing. It'll always be something extraordinary, different, unique, unique. And it takes time to find it and to work it out. The Bible says it's the glory of God uh, to to conceal a matter. uh, And it's the glory of kings uh, to dig it out, to, to find that great treasure. But I'm telling you, there is great treasure from God within you to discover. Amen. In Ezekiel chapter 37, very familiar passage to this audience. It says, the hand of the Lord came upon me, and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of a valley, and it was full of bones, full of bones. This was the evidence of life that once existed, bones, dead, dry bones. It, It says, the spirit of the Lord took me out there in this vision, he showed me this vision, of dead dry bones in a valley. And those dry bones, again, was evidence of of an army that was defeated, uh, an army that had been uh, not only defeated, wiped out, uh, and now they were nothing but bleached out, dried out bones. So it was what I would call the evidence of life that once existed. And in verse 2 it says, Then he caused me, to pass by them all around. Let me just back up for a second and say, some of you think your best days have been behind you. I'm trying to tell you by the word of the Lord, your best days are just ahead of you. The favor of God is coming upon you now. There's something shifting. There's something moving. There's something shaking. There's something changing right now. And it is a good change. God has induced change for you. It says... He caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed, they were very dry. Let me just say this. I believe the church, by and large, is a valley of dry bones, trying to build on something that once was, uh, but there's no more life of God within them. That's why things must change, and so some are propping up these bones, trying to make something happen, and what God is after is the release of his voice. Stop trying to prop something up from yesterday. God's looking to release his creative voice of power. I I shared with you last week, uh, Psalm 24, I'm sorry, Psalm 29, the voice of the Lord is powerful. That's the force of God's voice that 's what it means a force, a force that causes immediate and instantaneous change. So what God is after is the release of His voice. People are hungry for the anointing of God that 's why some of these uh, spectacular people are are, are, are saying what they 're saying uh, they're influencers on Some social media platform. They may have a hundred thousand people following what they're saying, but listen, most of this stuff (coughs) is straight out of a new age uh, book or straight out of these old uh, new age concepts. And that's not the Holy Spirit. That's not the voice of God. But people are hungry for the voice of God. The Bible talks about a famine for the word of the Lord. But when, during the time of famine, um, before Elisha came into the city, uh, they were eating donkey brains and calling it steak, and they were eating dove's dung and calling it pudding. And uh, you know what dove's dung is? It's what's left after the dove leaves, after the Holy Spirit leaves. They're dealing with what's left over after the Holy Spirit has departed. And uh, donkey brains are what's le- what comes out of the mind of a jackass. And listen, God wants you to, to enjoy life. Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He doesn't want you eating donkey brains and dove's dung. People are hungry for God. They're hungry for the real meal, the full meal deal they're hungry for the anointing they're crying out for the evidence that god is with us and people are tired of the old dead dry religion religion is a terrible taskmaster god is a god of love who cares for us who who meets our needs according to his riches and glory who blesses us who 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 takes good care of us people and loves us and you know, you should read how the, how the nation of Israel changed when David came into power. It says everybody had a, a donkey, everybody had a, 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 a water spring, and everybody had fruit trees. And David made sure everybody in the kingdom was blessed, and even the enemies of, of Israel were all at peace with Israel. God has, that's a a symbol and it's an example of life in the kingdom of God. How God wants to make even all your enemies at peace with you. Listen, I receive testimonies all the time of how God's prophetic anointing changed someone's life. One man wrote me that he received a prophecy from me uh, back in 2009 and uh it hit the nail right on the head with him, and he desperately needed hope, desperately needed encouragement, and he received direction from God that night that altered his life. And today he's a published author of several books. He sent me a long letter, and the uh, it was a beautiful letter. Uh, it was so so precious. And, you know, give Jesus the glory for that. Uh, But he ended it with, your prophetic ministry is life changing. That's what it's supposed to do. Change your life. It's a force of change. Another woman wrote on Facebook this week, your prophetic anointing is off the chain. Uh, The worship is unbelievable. The anointed worship and the music is so good. God told me in the midst of one of the most difficult times of my life, to go to Life Point. It didn't make any sense because it was a bit of a drive for me. I was about to take my life, gun in hand, when God told me to go to Life Point. But Prophet Marty gave me a word the first time I visited that literally changed my life. The preaching, the teaching, the worship, the prophetic anointing, this is what God is wanting in these last days. If you're looking for a non-religious chain-breaking, yoke-destroying, anointing, you'll find it here. I can't begin to tell you the good fruit that's in my life now because of one act of obedience in the midst of the greatest adversity I've ever faced. All you need is one word from heaven, and your entire life can change. Just go do it. If God says to go, then go. You won't regret it. It's a powerful testimony. That's the power of the prophetic changing a life, saving her life from destruction, from suicide, delivering her, setting her free, and putting her life back on course. Another man wrote me, he was a used car salesman, but his wife <clears throat> made, him, made him come to one of our services. <clears throat> and the Lord gave him a word about serving the Lord in government. And today, he's a senator from Tennessee. One of the things that I prophesied over him was that he would lead the charge to change the Tennessee State song. And he did. And he changed it from the Tennessee Waltz, which is a song about adultery, to the song Amazing Grace. And so now the Tennessee State song is Amazing Grace. And this is what the Lord prophesied over him. I could give you one testimony after another, how the voice of the Lord brings life. Amen. Proverbs 29:18. it says, without a vision, people perish. Without the free flow of the prophet's ministry, people will wander aimlessly until they perish in the ditch. Jesus said, It's like the blind leading the blind, and they both end up in the ditch. People are hungry for something full of life and full of the power of God. They're looking for the anointing of God that will transform their lives. These were dry bones that received life because the prophetic anointing and mantle touched them. <clears throat> Again, it's the anointing of Jesus. It's not mine, it's not me. It's Jesus. Jesus is the great uh, apostle. He he is sent from God. That's what apostle means, the sent one. He's the great prophet. He is the word of the Lord, right? He is the, the voice of God. He's the great evangelist. He came to seek and save that which is lost. He's the great pastor, amen, and shepherd of our souls. And he's the great teacher, even people that don't believe Jesus is the Messiah, even in Israel, they say he's the greatest teacher that ever lived. See, it's the anointing of Jesus Christ. That prophet's anointing is the anointing of Jesus Christ. Let me just remind you, the Bible says, in the beginning, there was chaos and disorder. But God spoke and said, let there be light. All of the sudden, God's glory was released and life began burgeoning forth. Chaos was done away with and came into order. And, and, and what was out of order came into divine order and divine alignment with God, with the light. Right? And now new life began to flow. I want to challenge some of you. Don't look at the current political picture. And see only chaos and dead, dry bones. Start seeing what the Lord sees. God's bringing divine order and alignment with heaven. It's going to take a few moments for those shaking, rattling bones to come together, bone to bone, and then suddenly the flesh comes on, Uh, the the muscles, the 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 veins, uh, all the different parts, the tendons they all come on and then then there's covering Uh, and then the second prophetic word comes and the breath of life is released into them and what happens they stand up a living breathing army of heaven no more dry bones i'm telling you god is changing everything right now for the good the prophetic anointing causes everything to shift and change for the good Proverbs 29, 18, where there's no vision, where there's no free-flowing prophetic ministry, people will perish, but happy is he that keeps God's laws. Literally translated, it says, where there's no prophet's ministry, no prophetic anointing flowing in revelatory ministry, giving vision, people will cast off restraint and wander until they perish. And I would add that when the false prophetic vision is present— Like Jesus said, the blind will lead the blind. They both fall into the ditch. That's what false prophetic will give to people. The power of vision comes from God himself. The prophetic ministry is vital to the church. If God's called you to be a prophet, if God's called you to prophetic ministry, you don't have to be called to be a prophet in order to prophesy. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians Uh, 14, I think it's verse 3, you may all prophesy. That's part of the Holy Spirit uh, uh, manifestations in the church. The gifts of the Spirit is the prophetic voice. In other words, God wants to speak to you. God wants to speak specifically to you, personally to you. That doesn't do away with the prophet's ministry. We'll always need the prophet's ministry. We'll always need the ministry of Jesus in our lives. But the Holy Spirit has the voice of God to speak to you as well. So the prophetic ministry is vital to the church today. God created you and I before the foundations of the world in his heart, his vision, and he declared the end from the beginning. And so he knew your life before you ever lived one day, And he knows how much you need the voice of God in your life. Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 5. Jeremiah, God spoke to him and said, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Now, some people have taken that out of context and said, uh, you lived a life prior uh, to living your life here on earth. That's not what it's saying. It's saying that God knew you in his heart. He knew the, what he was creating before he created it. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I knew what you were going to do. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. <clears throat> so the vision from your life comes from God. The voice of the Lord, the Bible says, brings life. So God told Ezekiel, prophesy to those dead dry bones. Where there was evidence of life that once was, <clears throat> look at the look at verses three and four. He said to me, "Son of man, can these bones live?" And so I answered, "O Lord, you know." And again he said to me, "Prophesy to these bones and say to them, say to them, prophesy and say, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord." They didn't even have ears, but he was saying to them, "Hear the word." Some of you are looking at a situation. You say. Why am I doing this like he did prophesying to bones that didn't have ears? Because God said to do it. I'm releasing power to change it. God is asking the same question of, of his church tonight. Can the dry bones that you see live? Can the dry bones of your life live? Can the dry bones of your community live? Can the dry bones of your family live? Can hard cases come back to life? Can the backslidden and disgusted with religion, lost royal sons and daughters of God, can they live again? Can these dry bones live? I want to pray for you today. God wants to open your eyes to see, your ears to hear, and your heart to respond to His voice, His truth, His leading, His Holy Spirit. I just sense that we are in a season of moving and shifting forward in faith a season of breakthrough, a season of God's hurricane force winds blowing, breathing life to you, (coughs) new life, resurrection life. It's all coming forth, and God is bending his winds to blow in your direction, causing his people to be the head and not the tail, favor, favor, favor. I could tell you story after story of this week, people telling me about the favor of God on their lives. Favor is not fair. It's not fair, but it's God showing you his favor. It's not fair to everybody involved. People that don't serve God, they're not getting the favor of God on their lives. God's causing his people to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. Bless coming in, blessed going out. The lender, not the borrower. Amen? God's people are going to begin to legislate God's will, both in heaven and on earth. When we speak, the voice of God is going to cause laws to change. It's going to cause things to come into alignment and order that have been out of alignment and out of order, even dead and resurrection life will come back. Governments are shifting God's plans are being established, and God's plans are taking root. Father, tonight I pray for your people. Let this week ahead of us be a week of sudden breakthrough for your people. Let the favor of God overwhelm their lives. Let them begin to see sudden favor, suddenly something happens shifted, something happened, and I'm on the receiving end of your favor and your blessing. Father, I pray, let them receive unusual miracles that go above and beyond what they're expecting. (coughs) And I pray these things tonight in the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord of hosts. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe good things are in motion, and they're happening for you right now. Amen. I want to thank those of you who continue to stand with us and support the ministry that flows from this house, this prophetic ministry. If you want to continue to support us here, the work that we do here You can give your offering to us in many different ways. You can support us in many different ways. Probably the easiest way is to text your offering (coughs) to the number 84321. That's 84321. Very easy to do. Uh, You just text whatever (coughs) dollar amount you prefer to give, and you text that to the number 84321. And uh, you'll get a text, if it's the first time you're doing it, to set up your uh, account, put in your name and your information so that you get credit for your giving. Uh, and, and then from that point forward, you don't have to do that. You just text that number. And it's so easy. And then you can always check your back office and, and uh, get your year-to-date information. It's very easy to do that. I know many of you are moved by the Spirit of God And by the prophetic ministry that flows from this house and you honor it and you protect it by supporting it. You know, throughout the Bible, prophets were protected uh, and provided for by unusual and unlikely people. Sometimes even widows. Uh, But they understood the great reward for giving a cup of cool water to a prophet. And uh, I just want to thank you for standing with us Thank you. Thank you so much for allowing us the privilege of continuing to flow in this prophetic ministry. I pray that you're always blessed. You know, one of the titles at the introduction of this broadcast is Tomorrow's News Today. I'm telling you, there's some great things that God's about to do, and you're going to see it with your own eyes. For those of you that are watching on social media, if you want to sow a seed, you can do that by clicking on the link in the comments section. It's very simple. Click on that and you can set up your giving that way. <coughs> it's very easy to do. Uh, or if you'd like to mail in your offering, you can do that by mailing it to LifePoint Church, L I F E P O I N T E, LifePoint Life Church, P O Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee 37077, P O Box 1822. Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. Or if you prefer to go to our website, our website is lifepointchurch.cc. Remember, Lifepoint has an E on the end of it, so lifepointchurch.cc. CC stands for Christian Church. And click on the giving link at the top of the page, or there's actually even one at the bottom of the page if you want to go down and Put your prayer request in, and there's a giving link there at the bottom as well. I want to say it again. I believe 2023 is going to be a great year for you. Have an expectation of unusual miracles happening for you and for your family. Amen. Expect God to do something absolutely mind-blowing. He's going to show his power to his church this year. Let me tell you a secret. (coughs) God blesses the generous. He blesses those who are generous. Learn to be generous. It's a foundational principle of the kingdom of God. God blesses those who bless the work of the gospel. What happens is you activate a spiritual magnetism for blessing. You become attractant, an attractant to the blessing of God. Jesus said, give. And it shall be given unto you in good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. God will cause men to be attracted to bless you over everybody else. Amen. That's the favor of God. You can't buy it. But when you begin to operate in the principles of the kingdom of God, you begin to see the favor of God show up everywhere. And it says, God will cause men to give to you. Amen. Let me also say, God spoke to me about, in 2023, supernatural debt elimination. Supernatural debt elimination. Now, I believe that part of the prophetic ministry, part of the prophet's mantle, is there's an anointing for debt elimination. It just happens. All of a sudden, what was borrowed is returned, there's so many examples in scriptures of that. And God is serious about blessing those who bless his prophets. And supernatural debt elimination is part of the anointing that is released to you when you do. Amen. I was speaking with somebody recently and they they had uh, <clears throat> some debt that they once they heard me share on debt elimination, they gave to our ministry and They didn't know that they had an inheritance coming. There was a particular debt that they wanted removed, and they would be debt-free. And so they prayed about it, and they had this inheritance out of nowhere, an uncle that they didn't even know the guy put him in in his will. Uh, But it was more than enough to pay off that debt and to bless them. Amen? And so there's a supernatural debt elimination anointing that is released when you begin to bless the prophets. Amen. I also want to mention that we are on a 21-day time of fasting and prayer, Uh, the 8th through the 29th of January. God called us to this time of dedication and consecration in prayer and fasting. Again, it's January 8th through the 29th, and uh, you don't have to participate the full 21 days if you don't want to. Uh, You can participate uh, and just skip all your lunches, or skip lunch three days, or however you work it out with the Lord. It's between you and the Lord, your sacrifice. Uh, but I believe that there's a release of an anointing. Uh, a breaker anointing is being released for those that will participate. And I'll be teaching again more on this on Sunday. <clears throat> Our Sunday service for Life Point Church, it's Sunday at 4 p.m., at 403 Walton Ferry Road, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. 403 Walton Ferry Road at 4 p.m., Life Point Church. You don't want to miss it. Uh, I think this teaching will inspire you uh, in your consecrated time of prayer and fasting. Don't just fast, pray, add some prayer time. God's opening up your ears to hear something on a frequency you hadn't heard before. And you're going to have such clarity. During this time, remember Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and then the enemy came at him with everything he had, and Jesus totally crushed the enemy and defeated him. Listen, there are some things uh, that you're going to experience greater breakthrough if you'll just follow this all the way through. Jesus said some of these things uh, don't go out except by prayer and fasting. I believe we're going to see the breaking out of old cycles and breaking into new cycles of blessing old cycles of the curse are 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 breaking off right now and new cycles of blessing are going to start happening amen <clears throat> i want to send extend a special thanks to uh, one of our sponsors for speak life is mike lindell mike lindell in my pillow in my store uh, he's a strong believer in the lord Uh, He's made available special deals to this audience uh, on both of his websites, mypillow.com and mystore.com. And if you'll use the promo code Marty, you'll receive a a deep discount on all your purchase. Uh, I want to also encourage you to uh, check out the My Coffee. It's really uh, some great stuff. I'm trying to get that centered there so you can see it, but... You get what I'm saying. My coffee, uh, I I drink it every day. It's great. It's organic. It's smooth. It uh, doesn't have a bitter aftertaste. Uh, but it's MyPillow.com, promo code Marty. Uh, it's one, one of the ways that you can really uh, support our broadcast and help us by buying their products. Uh, many things that you would buy from other websites, you can buy right there uh and 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 truly enjoy uh blessing the ministry blessing Mike Lindell and getting some incredible products back to you just remember to use the promo code marty some of you prefer to call a number and place your your order you can do that by calling a dedicated number uh for this audience it's 800-859-2938 800-859-2938 remember use the promo code marty and you'll get those deep discounts. Amen. Amen. Remember, you can always watch the show live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time, uh, right here on Facebook, on YouTube, on Rumble. Uh, please help us by encouraging others to tune in and watch it live on Friday nights, 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, if you like podcasts, please check us out. On iTunes, on Charisma Podcast Network, on Spotify, uh, anywhere that you get podcasts, just look for Speak Life with Marty Layton, uh, and you'll find us there. Please take a moment, uh, make a make a five star review, give us a good report, and uh, help us out in that way. Uh, remember to follow us on all social media platforms: on Truth, on Getter, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble. Instagram, Twitter, Frank Social, Parlor, Telegram, all the social media platforms. I don't know them all. I uh, just know a few of them. But look for me at Marty Layton. Like me. Uh, maybe you don't like me, but like me at Marty Layton uh, on all the social media platforms. Follow me. Subscribe. Uh, make sure you ring the bell or do whatever you need to do uh, to stay current on what we're uh, doing and will alert you as as the Lord is speaking and and as we're doing things with the Lord and so remember again Proverbs eighteen twenty one declares the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit and so I want to encourage you to always speak life Amen we'll see you next week God bless Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Latham. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.